What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols. Thanks for stopping by to listen to another episode. Uh, On today's episode, we'll talk about how to deal with change and what you do in the moment of difficult circumstances, how to navigate those, those difficult times, not just the craziness of the current situation we're all in right now, but in a year, five years, 10 years from now, when maybe you're just now hearing this, uh, whatever difficulty you're going through, what is the best way to navigate that? And what kind of process, what kind of habits, what kind of system can you set up in your life in order to deal with that change? Because if there's one constant in life, it's change. It's difficulty, it's bad circumstances, it's situations you didn't expect to happen. So uh, let's get into what we can best do to anticipate that change and deal with it properly. How do you deal with change? When circumstances come up, what do you consult for how to proceed? Do you know who you are and have a solid foundation upon which you will stand no matter what is happening? Or do you make up a new response every time a new situation comes up? You've heard the old story of the house that was built on sand and the house that was built on rock. The house that was built on sand gets blown over and washed away. But the house that's built on rock is sturdy and can handle the elements. These aren't tips for how to build your house. This is an example of how we should be. So what does it mean for us to build ourselves on rock? It means that we must have a personal value system that never changes no matter what is happening around us. Our value system is the rock upon which we should build our lives and make decisions. Think of the U.S. Constitution, the document that we as a country created to be our value system. This document would guide our every decision no matter what was thrown at us. And yes, we have amended the Constitution throughout the years, But in over 200 years, we've only done that 27 times. This document has been foundational and nearly unchanged for centuries. It isn't a perfect protection against the craziness of the world, but when we are at our worst, there is always the Constitution to be our rock. So where am I going with this? I've been reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And in it, he has a great passage on dealing with circumstances and change. How one must build themselves from the ground up, meaning we must set our values and then our decisions will naturally flow from those values. As opposed to how a lot of us deal with new circumstances, circumstances like being socially isolated from friends and family or not being able to get out of the course or a bad round of golf or a bad shot or a plateau of your skills, etc., We get hit with these situations and make up a response, and then let that become our value system. We let the circumstance dictate who we are, instead of who we are dictating our response to the circumstance. So I'm going to read this passage from Seven Habits. If you haven't read this book, you really should. I haven't finished it yet, but I can safely recommend it because it's really good. All right, let's get into the book. A personal mission statement becomes the same kind of standard for an individual. He's referring to the Constitution. So the personal mission statement is the same as the Constitution, 
and it becomes a standard for an individual. It becomes a personal constitution, the basis for making major life-directing decisions and the basis for making daily decisions in the midst of circumstances and emotions that affect our lives. It empowers individuals with the same timeless strength in the midst of change. Now listen to this, uh, this part because it's really important. People can't live with change if there's not a changeless core inside them. The key to the ability to change is a changeless sense of who you are, what you are about, and what you value. So to step away, kind of my own thoughts on that uh, couple of sentences. In order to deal with change, something inside you has to be changeless. You have to have that foundation so that change doesn't change you. You have to be changeless in order to deal with change. I I, I hope that makes sense. Uh, it's kind of just words, but really, um, it to have that foundation is is the only way to deal with change. Uh, let's get back to the book. I I'm not as smart as this guy, so uh, let's default to this guy. Our personal environment is also changing at an ever increasing pace. Such rapid change burns out a large number of people who feel they can hardly handle it, can hardly cope with life. They become reactive and essentially give up, hoping that things that happen to them will be good. That's pretty relevant. Pretty much at all times, uh, especially right now, uh, but we all we all uh, get burnt out because of just circumstances and change, and we give up. Uh, and we just kind of have this blind hope that things get better. Okay, back to the book. Once you have that sense of mission, you have the essence of your own proactivity. You have the vision and the values which direct your life. You have the basic direction from which you set your long and short-term goals. You have the power of a written constitution based on correct principles against which every decision concerning the most effective use of your time, your talents, and your energies can be effectively measured. And that's the end of the quote. So, uh, having this value system, having this written constitution, having this kind of personal mission statement, this this uh, list of priorities and values and something that you've internalized in yourself, having that allows you to make the decisions uh, of how to use your time, your talents, and your energies, and how to do them effectively. I mean, hence the name of the book. Uh, so having these things internalized and just part of who you are and part of your changeless core, that's how you can make wise decisions. That's how you can be an effective person on a daily basis, no matter what's happening around you. And this value system looks different for, for everyone. It doesn't mean you have to believe in God to be a successful athlete, or you have to be a robot who never makes a mistake, or varies from what they always choose. We have a free will and can choose to do what we want. But as a whole, when we are confronted with difficulty, whether it's huge like, do I quit pursuing pro golf and get a job? Or if it's small, like what should I hit off the tee here? Or somewhere in between, like I just missed my third cut in a row. How do we respond? 
Do we get emotional and on a whim choose how to respond? Or are we solid because we are secure with who we are and our decisions aren't based solely on emotions? This gets all the way down to what club should I hit off the tee? Think about this scenario. It's one we're familiar with. We step up on the tee of a risk-reward hole. Maybe we're playing really well going into the hole, or maybe we're playing poorly. Does our decision of what club to hit change based on that recent past? Or maybe we've never played this particular hole well. Maybe we've missed three cuts in a row, and now we feel like if we don't make a birdie right now, then we're going to miss another cut. Now, does this larger amount of recent history change our decision of what club to hit? We must be able to step up on this tee box, already have a game plan that will give us the best opportunity to make birdie based on our strengths and be secure with who we are and rely on our plan, our value system. We must not act emotionally and base our decision on recent history. This is a surefire way to let self-doubt creep in and more than likely make a bad swing. No matter what club we choose to go with, to go back to our house on the sand analogy, we are the house. Our emotions are the sand, and the wind and the crashing waves are the decision-making process on the risk-reward hole. If you've built yourself on emotions, your house will get blown over. But if you build yourself on rock, on a solid game plan, on a secure view of who you are no matter what, then your house will stand. Even if you hit a bad shot and make a bogey, you'll step up on the next hole, able to make a fresh decision. Now you need to define your value system. You need to find the rock upon which to build yourself and your decisions so that you can handle the circumstances and changes that happen throughout life. This is basically a list of your most important values. Uh, and if you go over to my website, uh, joshnicholsgolf.com, I've got kind of, I'm trying to rough draft my personal value system, mission statement kind of thing, like my priorities and what each of them means to me. Um, and if you go over there, uh, I've got, it'll be on my latest blog post as of the release of this episode, I'll have my own personal value system mission statement thing. Um, you could check it out as an example of maybe something you should draft for yourself. And I really do think so. Um, but I tend to be a fickle person driven by emotions. Josh is an emotional person. He, he makes decisions in the moment based on how he's feeling right now. But with this set of values, the one that I have on my website... Uh, and I have in my own personal notes that I'm that I refer to on a regular basis, decisions become a little easier to make, challenges become a little easier to handle, and change becomes a little easier to navigate. I won't flounder based on how I'm feeling at that moment. And you can make these value systems for different aspects of your life. You can make one specifically for golf, or specifically for your actual career, or for how you will proceed with the next 10 years of your life. The point is to have a solid foundation to build upon in order to deal with life's many changes and challenges. It's not a fix-all, but it's the best way, and maybe the only way, to stay standing when things get tough. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Mental Golf Show. 
in order to show that you liked it, imagine double tapping on an Instagram post or tapping the heart on a tweet. The equivalent of that for podcasts is giving this podcast a rating. Ratings allow other people to discover the podcast. It shows me that people don't hate the podcast. So to show that you liked this episode or any other episode, go give it a rating. If you tend to like these episodes, maybe subscribe, possibly share it, uh, you know, quote unquote, add the post to your story like on Instagram or retweet. The equivalent of that would be to just share it. I would love that very much. So thank you for listening to this episode and I will catch you guys in the next one. All right. See ya.